Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heaven. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. And we just gave some of our hey, man, L to Garth Lagerway, president of Atlanta United. Uh, we went off the air, and he was like, this is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> he is the guy that's in charge. We're out here at Atlanta United's training ground, Mike. We've been out here all afternoon. We had a chance to talk to Brad Guzan. Team that is on the pitch as we speak, working out. We're going to talk to Gonzalo Pineda coming up around 6 o'clock, so we'll get a chance to visit with our manager as things are changing for Atlanta United, personnel-wise, front office-wise, and change can be good, guys. And Garth Lagerway laid out some good things, which we'll talk about along the way here over the next few hours, Mike. But I got to tell you, the vision is what I wanted to hear, and I hear what he's saying. We've got to correct some of the mistakes that have been made. We kind of have to do a reset. Right. But we got players, we're going to be okay. And and it's not as if, you know, we don't have to be competitive this year. I think we will be. I don't know how good we'll be, but I think we'll be competitive. It's uh, interesting, though, how you got the two teams, uh, both of them are through blank under the same roof, that are dealing with some of the same issues in the case of, the, you know, again, if we're an NFL fan and you think the salary cap is confusing, the NBA one is probably the most confusing with the exemptions, the burden, this and that. But the MLS uh, salary cap is Byzantine. It's really difficult mm. to wrap your head around. So there's some contracts that kind of, you know, where you weren't certainly weren't getting the bang for your buck. So they got those off the rosters. But it's going to be interesting. I think, though, everybody, no matter what you thought about, you know, uh, what said Darren, and we all love Darren, obviously. Darren Hills did a fantastic job. It's uh, there's a lot of folks respect the energy, the uh, drive, and this guy's resume, as we says, it speaks for itself. Where Garth is, where, where Garth goes, the champagne flows. Got a couple of rings, knows what he's doing. Now the Falcons, my brother, have got to find a defensive coordinator. As we segue to the Falcon report, the uh, website Falcons.com, saying that uh, co-defensive coordinator for the Saints, Ryan Nielsen. Coming in to talk about the defensive coordinator job, there would be some degree of connection to Terry Fontenot, of course, who was with the Saints many years. Nobody's made any hires, right? You've right. got all these guys. If you look around the league right now, a bunch of guys are interviewing. Um, you know, and I'll give you an example. Some of these interviews are second they're their second time around. Raheem Morris is going to interview again for the Colts job. Jeff Saturday is going to interview again for the Colts job. But no one's really made a hire. Now, Bill O'Brien's been hired, okay, for the uh, New England Patriots. But when you look at the defensive coordinator jobs that are open, I'm almost like, okay, Mike, is it that they're not finding what they want or are they waiting? 
Right. And, and I think if somebody blows you away in one of these interviews, if, if you're impressed, right, if you're Arthur Blank and you're Arthur Smith and you're Terry Fontenot and somebody comes in and we've seen Vic Fangio come in, we saw Brian Flores come in last week, if they're not blowing you away, then you don't make the hire. And I just think right now they're still going through the process. Somebody asked me, is somebody a front runner right now? I don't think so. I mean, people are freaking out because Jeff Saturday got a second interview, and then the Colts were quick to rush a press release out saying everybody's getting a second interview because a lot of people are saying, like, with all due respect to Jeff, it just it's not, that's not tenable. But uh, Jim Mercedes doing him a solid because he's his boy. But getting back to the Falcons, Flores, Afonso, I got no problem either one of those guys. Uh, I mean, the Saints defense has been solid. I mean, they've always drafted generally well other than, I'll let you say it, Marcus Davenport. Davenport. Yeah. But uh, that's not his fault. He's just coaching him. Ryan Nielsen, apparently speaking with the Falcons, he's been with the Saints since 2016. Um, I would talk to somebody. See, I don't know, because D'Amico Ryan, he's going to go be a head coach. Uh, who's the defensive coordinator for the Bengals? That, uh, again, they've done a fantastic job. I'd love to steal some of that. Lou Anarumo? I'd love to steal some of that brain power from that room because they're talking about making you know the most out of some of its parts defense along with one big pass rusher. That's the Bengals. Yeah, and Lou hasn't gotten a lot of love either. I mean, part of it maybe is because he hasn't asked to be interviewed. Like, you know, we saw this uh, with Wink Martindale with the Giants where he was like, I'm not taking on any interviews right now. But I'll say this, um, whoever, whomever is going to get this job, and we're talking about the D.C. of the Falcons, is going to have to be trusted wholeheartedly by Arthur Smith. The reason why Dean's, Dean Pease worked over the last couple of seasons, and again, it wasn't, it wasn't maybe the top defense in the league, and, and I think you don't have to have that. Give me top 10 or top 15, I'll feel good with where we've been. But I don't want to have to worry about that side of the ball, Mike. I got enough going on over here, okay? Right. And I'm the head coach. Right. I got to trust that you're going to handle and you're going to take care of and you're going to put guys in position to be successful. I don't want to have to worry about that. And the reason why I say that is because if you hire a young coordinator, that's what you're doing. You're worried about you it. You babysit him. That's why Fangio or you're bringing up guys like Flores or Fangio. It's a done deal. You got you just said it. They have autonomy like Dean Pease. Let them do their thing. Squid Billy. I got a name for you. Yeah, man. Now, Sheena Quick, who is a Panthers beat writer and also does some radio up there in Charlotte, says that the Falcons, she's been told that the Falcons are closely monitoring what happens with their head coaching job in the Panthers because Steve Wilkes oh, yeah. is up for that job. Yeah. Now, Steve Wilkes is a longtime coordinator. He did a great job when he right. took over. He did a good job with their defense. Remember, he did a great job. I think he was with uh, Arizona. Ar- well, yeah, he with kind Arizona. Of got screwed in Arizona. He's about to get screwed here by Temper in Carolina. Did so, a hell of a job. Was that a guy? Because personally, I'd love him here. I don't disagree with you. And, and whether or not he's going to Good get pull. the Carolina job, I don't know what the hell Dave Tepper wants. I think he, no disrespect to Wilkes, but I think he wants he wants some bombastic big-time hire. That's why the Sean Payton flirtation, I think that's something a lot of people kind of said, okay. I, 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 nothing against Wilkes. Wilkes is a solid hire. You know, part of the problem you had was you, you went to, you know, quarterback, let's be honest. You, you traded, you traded McCaffrey, you traded Robbie Anderson, you had no weapons, and you actually stayed in the, you were in the season as long as we were. He stabilized a bad situation, Mike. I think it's the hardest thing to do in the NFL. Right. You take a team over, there's dysfunction at the quarterback position, guys are quitting on you, you trade your number one wide receiver. He stabilized that. So I love that idea, Bo. And, and by the way, I also think – you know, for a guy that's in your building, if he don't get the job immediately, he's probably not getting it. So Steve Wilkes, if he's available, and I don't know if Arthur Smith has a relationship with him or not, but I will tell you this, 
I would take that guy at a heartbeat because I trust that right. he is experienced enough, again, for me, guys, and I'm just speaking, if I'm Arthur Smith, I don't want to have to worry about that. I want you to deal with that and let me handle what's going on over here, especially if we're coming back with Desmond Ritter. There is going to be a learning curve. He's got to be better in year two. That's that's coach, quarterback, OC, quarterback's coach. There's a lot of time that's going to be spent there. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9. The game we're live again at Atlanta United's training grounds today, guys, hanging out, talking to a variety of people. We'd love to hear from you at 404-741-0929. Coming up in 10 minutes, we'll talk about the Hawks' big game tonight because we got to get back on the right track. And OKC is in our way, and they've already beaten us once this season. We'll dive into that matchup coming up. The other thing we've been talking about today, and again, I know you don't want to hear it, but when you have NFL executives and NFL insiders, Mike, saying that there could be a trade down the road for Lamar Jackson if, in fact, he's not able to work out a deal with the Ravens, and that team of destination is our Falcons. And, you know, you talk about the things we have and why it might fit. We've been talking about this today because, guys, I'm just telling you, I said this two weeks ago, and you guys call me crazy. I'm not going to tell you what's going to 100% happen because there's so many moving parts. But I do think there is a real chance that he doesn't end up with the Ravens. And, Mike, then where does he go? Well, I mean, if he's going to be on the move, part of the reason I think so many executives in that what was the last article that just dropped that came out we were reading last night where there's a number of more reports now saying Falcons would be in the mix. Yeah. Because executives around the league know Arthur Blank is a meddler. Uh-oh. Arthur Blank is going to meddle. Arthur Blank knows if he gets a guy like he gets, he gets Lamar Jackson in here, we got sellout city, okay? Technically the stadium is sold out, but now you're really going to have bodies in all those seats, people buying the hats and the gear and the hot dogs and the whole shebang. So that would, would be one that Arthur wants. I mean, it's pure marketing. You know you're going to do it now the question is if you get Lamar Jackson here my concern is if you got to forfeit so many draft picks how do you ever get right on both sides of the football or do you use the 2016 business model we'll figure out the defense and we'll just load up on offense go get a guy like T Higgins for the Bengals go get some big-time offensive linemen and we'll do what we did in 16 we'll outscore everybody and hope the defense comes around well listen our best I don't I don't agree with that but that's the mindset you could you could embrace that and well, go do it our best defense was our best offense. correct we put so much pressure on teams to have to catch up to us that it changed their whole game plan. Guys, we averaged 36 points a game that year. Now, I don't know if we'll ever do that again, but the point is we ain't doing that now. We're barely scoring 17 a game, Mike. We Part of that sc- was you had a quarterback that couldn't get the job done. Well, true, but we got to score more points. And, and, again, that's another part of this makeup. But the big picture is that Lamar Jackson, okay, the odds are that he may be here in some way, shape, or form. And I know, again, you're like, I don't like it. I don't want it. I've told you from jump. I think it's exciting, and it could possibly happen. But I just want to there's something right. there. But if you give him, and again, what the contract, what's the contract going to look like? You've got to come to terms with his camp on that yes, one. Yes, you do. Yes, it's going to be, again, based, and all you can do, guys, is use, use deductive reasoning for why things didn't get done in Baltimore. He's either asking for too much money, too much guaranteed, or some variation of both. Okay, you've got to come up with what he wants. Part one. Or they don't trust it. Or they think because they he can't They don't stay. want to do it. See, and this is the other thing. He hasn't stayed healthy. No one's a bigger fan said it two weeks ago. But the, from the MVP season, the numbers have gone the wrong way. Then you combine the games that he's missed. Ten games missed in the last two seasons. I don't know if I want to give a guy, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson money, knowing I've got a defense that is the worst in the league and I've got to fix that too. That's my beef. I'm with you, Mike. And, and you said this. If Arthur Blank, who has the ultimate say, we know this, says this is where we're going, Atlanta, that's where we're going. And I I think he wanted Deshaun. I don't think that was a Fontenot move. I, I can't prove it. This is just coming from the gut. Yeah. 
it's going to be interesting. It's a story we're watching, guys. Developing story coming up. We'll talk about our Hawks. What are they going to do tonight against one of the best players in the NBA? Put some respect on his name. We'll tell you who it is. The Strong Arm Story of the Day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. It is Dukes and Bell tonight. Our Hawks back in action. I would love to tell you what Hawks team is going to be there, meaning what team's going to show up. But I don't know. Right now in the Eastern Conference, guys, we're 24 and 24. That's eighth in the East. Oklahoma City Thunder are 11th in the West, but they're 23 and 24, yeah. Mike. I mean, they're right there. One we're, game worse than us, and we're a one and a half point favorite tonight. Yeah, I don't know how. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because they have one of the best young and upcoming stars. <laughs> By the way, I got to laugh. Brad Guzan has given us he's given us a, a thumbs up as he's walking to leaving the facility with a six pack of hay man in his hand. What made me laugh? Is goalkeeper. He's got his coat over his shoulder and he's got the hay man in the other hand. Uh, Sorry they, about that. No, man. But they've got one of the young and upcoming stars, uh, Shea Gilchrist Alexander. And uh, I think Mike, if you don't know who the who he is, he's right. averaging thirty points a game. He's fifth in the league. I didn't really know him. I mean, you knew. I didn't know of him. Knew he was from Kentucky. Well, I knew him from yeah. college basketball. Yeah, he's kind of like the lost one of the guys got lost in the shuffle out of Kentucky. It took him a few years to develop because no one learns anything in Kentucky. <laughs> you know, you just you're an AAU guy and you yeah. go right to the end. I'm sorry, Calipari, it's true. But um, you watched him when he played here at State Farm. Not only making all his free throws, jump shots, can take it to the hole, great defender. I mean, kind of does the like does. total package, and that's why he's considered one of the top ten guys right now. So in his last ten games, he's given you 30 points a game. He had 35 against us, right. okay, when we played these guys back in December. They've won four of their last five games. Four of their last five. They beat Denver, good team. Indy, Brooklyn, Chicago. We just lost to Chicago. Right. Their only loss in that four, that five-game stretch is, is against Sacramento, and it was a close game. They're good at home, Mike, 14-9. and nine. They are a team that is dangerous, and, and that's why I say I don't know what team is going to show up tonight. Like, this is not a gimme where you say, oh, we got OKC on the road. This is an interesting team, and, you know, they beat us 121-114. Yeah. That was December 6th. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah. So how about this? Maybe Nate's got some inspiring soundbite we can play. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because he talked about how Chicago exposed parts of the game plan for the Hawks. It was a little bit of their pressure, uh, but it was us passing in traffic, uh, dribbling in traffic, uh, you know, trying to play with two, three guys sometimes on us. you know, when, uh, you know, we say whenever you get two on the ball, your job is done. You know, so, get the ball out, you know, make sure you have the proper spacing and uh, be aggressive against uh, teams that are trapping, that play with a tight paint uh, as uh, Chicago does. If nothing else, this man is the king of the pregnant pause. Um, so anyway, Nate, what he's talking about, you know, in our, the way their offense works, if there's two guys on you, you're done. That was get rid of the ball. Is that directed at one? Trey Young. Young? Well, who else would he be talking to? Dribbling in the traffic? Get rid of it. He's yeah. right. You got a double team on you. You right. can't do anything. Take it over to the sideline and you can't do anything. Great no, idea. Stop it. Playing at a get, slow pace. Get rid of it. He's right. So when he says they expose parts of our game plan, it's not a game plan to pass out of a double team. 
No, I mean, that's that's fundamental basketball, but that's, you know, Nate talking about, you know, very deliberately, Trey, because why why did we bring DeJounte in here if not for that exact situation? Why? Explicit, why? Why? With Nancy Kerrigan on you. Why? why? But why is DeJounte Murray here if not exactly for that reason when Trey does get the double, as he did in Miami series last year? So let's work together and let maybe get these guys. I know you don't want to burn them out, but hell, man, maybe more than 20 minutes on the floor at the same time. Just a thought. All right. Well, listen, Nate says we're going to get our rhythm back tonight, Mike. Tonight. We have to uh, come out and play. You know, every game is uh, really important. And, uh, you know, we had a good rhythm uh, going. And uh, you have to find that rhythm in the next game. Rhythm is a dancer. Find the rhythm. Get the rhythm. Yeah. Keep the rhythm. Um, here's the other thing I was curious about. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 929 the game. By the way, our coverage starts 730. Okay, tips at eight tonight against OKC. I I just I, this is not gonna be an easy game. And I both I mean uh, Mike's talking about us being a favorite. I, I don't know how. I mean honestly right. right now. They're a really good team at home. But Nate talked about when he found out about uh DeAndre Hunter's asthma situation. I said this the other day, and I don't want to take shots because I, you know, we don't know. We don't know what the medical history is, but when a guy shows up at a game, is cleared to play, and then not cleared, and we find out there's an asthma situation that we've not known about, I just thought it was, was weird. So here's what Nate had to say about that. Didn't hear about that until I went back into the locker room. Wasn't feeling well, and uh, we decided to uh, get him checked out by Chicago's doctors and uh, hold him out. Okay, and that's what they did. So he didn't play the other night. Uh, is he, Chris, I'm asking you back at the studio, Turtle, our engineer, is he listed as probable tonight? What's the situation with DeAndre Hunter? What is he? Questionable. Oh, Mike. boy, that's not good. Questionable for DeAndre Hunter tonight. Yeah, right. Okongwu is dated well, by the way. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, this is where we go. This is I'm where sorry, we... a listener just said, rhythm's gonna get ya. <laughs> <laughs> So I think tonight we have a theme for our game winner involving with Rhythm Nation. I mean, we could go a lot of ways we with this. We are a, a Rhythm, rhythm Nation. So here we go. Maybe we need to play this in the shoot-around. They can say, men, we need to have rhythm. Rhythm. We don't need to be double-teamed and not... Uh, Pass the ball. Yeah. Uh, that's a good pool, by the way. I got to give some shout-outs. Uh, Jackie, a.k.a. JT Akers, uh, thank you so much. Oh, Chris, don't kill that music, man. Rhythm's a dancer. Keep it going, man. Come on. Oh, that's funny. Sun's going down. It's getting chilly out here. I got to keep my move, my feet moving, man. I, um, I Again, Hawks fans, this is kind of where we're at. I'd love for us to respond tonight, Mike. I'd love a, a good 10-point mm-hmm. blowout. Give me something to build on. Right. As we're coming off that five-game losing streak, we've lost two in a row. I just that's kind of where I'm at. And by the way, Gilchrist, the Shea Alexander, Mike. There were rumors out there that he might be a guy that you might want to trade for. I'd give up half the team for that guy. I give him Bogey and Collins, and what else we're going to give you? Want DeAndre? I'm just telling you. I'm just telling. I mean, we have to get some. We'll need some other guys. It's kind of like uh, Die Hard. Wow, we're going to need some more FBI guys. <laughs> now you'd have to, I would imagine they'd want a King's Ransom for that, right? Yeah. And I don't know where there's, how they're fixed as far as, you know, in position like John, like a four-stretch five. I don't know. But 
that's a guy that I would, I would be interested in that. That DeJounte and Trey, that's pretty exciting. It would be great. I'm just then, saying. Then, of course, we get him that DeJounte bolt after next year. <laughs> or trail demand to trade. Yeah, I'm but, just I saying. Mean, I mean, if, yeah. you, if you want another dude. And if you're gonna if you're gonna listen to this game tonight, Steve Holman will have the call. Uh, Mike Conti will have the pre half and post for you. But if you're listening to this game or you're gonna watch on Bally's, watch this guy, man. Say Alexander, just like watch I said, him. I literally got an education one last time we were at State Farm when they rolled through here. The guy put on a display. Right now, guys, the Hawks at as you Carl mentioned, 24-24. They are two and a half behind the Heat in the play-in into the now regular playoff. They're the six. Miami's six seed. Cleveland is twenty-nine and twenty. We are three and a half games behind those guys. So look. It's a matter of putting that seven out of eight run we've been talking. We thought we were in the middle of it, yeah. only to lose. To me, the the loss to Charlotte was just stupefying. And then they doubled down with Chicago. All right, guys, coming up, we will hear the latest on Patrick Mahomes. It's the biggest injury heading into the weekend. How is his high ankle sprain? He practiced today. Did he go through everything they wanted him to? We're going to talk about it and let you know what we know coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <laughs> you know what? You can never have enough timbales. I'm telling you, brother. This this was strong, though. This Dude, was strong. I love percussion. I mean, that's right. One of the things I always love when you're in South Florida, if you're, especially in the old days of motion driving, now it's you know, over there on the mainland. But here at Percussion, being in a club where they got the live. Remember the old Rum Jungle at Mandalay Bay? Rum Jungle. They had these giant 20-foot-sized yeah. the guys be banging the drums with the DJ. Wow, you're taking me back, man. Rum Jungle. That, that was, was a spot. Yes, it was. Got it in there. Uh, it's Dukes and Bell. We are live at Atlanta United's training ground. We've been here all day. Gonzalo Pineda is going to join us, guys, 6 o'clock. So in, in about 20 minutes, manager of Atlanta United. We talked to Garth Lagerway. Great interview with him. Go check it out. He is the president. Uh, he came in, took Darren Hill's position, and he's got his own vision and the way that he wants to do things. But, Mike, um, if you go listen at odyssey.com, I think one of the things you get is he's got a plan. It may not happen immediately, but he knows now after being here and having, you know, boots on the ground, 
where, what he wants to do, where he wants to go. And he said, I thought one of the interesting things he said, and we'll talk to Gonzalo about this, some of these pieces need to be reset, right? right. And it, just because it's worked a certain way and we've done it this way, we might need to reset some of these pieces. And so he said, we're, right. we're probably going to add some guys. It's similar, but it, it's more of a micro version of what happened with Julio and Matt and the Falcons contracts that went bad is you've got guys you were spending big money on that weren't, they weren't scoring goals. Marcelino Moreno comes to mind. Uh, we talked about, you know, Jurgen Dom was one of those things. I mean, some of this was gone before he got here. But, you know, getting these guys off the books and the Joseph thing, unfortunately, ran its course. We'll be his forthcoming. Let's see if we get, his, get him to be a little forthcoming about the, the Joseph thing when we speak with Pineda coming up. And just real quick, one of the things we spoke about uh, with Garth, the uh, new CEO, is the, the Apple deal. You asked me about the new TV deal, uh, the exclusivity with uh, with MLS. Well, it's interesting because, you know, cutting the cord is the thing now in TV for a lot of our listeners. Uh, Bally Sports, the regional sports networks, are uh, preparing for bankruptcy. Now, this has been a slow burn on this story for almost six months, and they've been looking to find someone to partner up. No one's out there. So the regional sports networks, apparently, uh, at the end of the day, Sinclair, who owns them, owes apparently $55 billion in media rights as people have cut cords and people not their habits have changed it is interesting to see if the leagues the nhl the nba for instance major league baseball are they going to create their own broadcast uh, in a, above what they already have with nba tv and mlb yeah um, and that's one of the things that's been put out there we'll see where this goes that story is uh, is percolating out there so nobody to buy it I don't, and no, no. <laughs> yeah. I, you're gonna either you're either gonna have to uh, take it in the shorts for a little while, right. um, bankruptcy, which gives you some time, obviously, right. or you, you're gonna have to partner with somebody. We'll see what happens with that story. Um, let's go and, and switch gears, Mike, and talk about these NFL playoffs because the big question is Patrick Mahomes, and we told you he practiced today. As a matter of fact, Mahomes said, "I'm doing good. I've done a few days of treatment, a few days of rehab. I'm excited to get on the practice field, kind of test it out." That's what he said today. I said to you earlier, there is a chance that you could be watching this game Sunday, and you might be watching Chad Henney. Oof. Now, I'm not telling you that that gives you your best chance to win because it doesn't. Patrick Mahomes, he gives you your best chance to win. But, Mike, if for whatever reason he re-injures it or he doesn't look himself, does Andy Reid make that decision? I just think you got to ride or die with Patrick Mahomes, even if he's on one leg. You know, if he's peg leg Mahomes, I think he's still going to ride. Because as great as that was, and I'm not trying to, you know, don't want to diminish what Chad Henney did considering everyone thought he was gone. He was out of football. Sure. He goes 94 yards, but he did that against the Chargers. You're not doing that against the Bengals. I don't think he'd do that. I'd be able to do that against that Cincinnati defense, even at home. So I, I just think you've got to – you just got to hope that – and Patrick is saying all the right things. Everyone kind of knows high ankle sprains are just miserable. They'll shoot it up, tape it up, and I just think he's going to ride and die with Patrick Mahomes. Here's Andy Reid talking about how he trusts Chad Henney. He trusted it, put him in the game. He made plays. They scored on that drive. It was critical against the Jags. Here's what Andy Reid said about Henney. Offensively, I, I thought the, you know, the guys, I, I thought the whole group played well. It was great to see Chad come in uh, in that backup role, and I thought everybody kind of stepped their game up and and uh, had so much confidence in Chad, and he executed. So we'll see. I'm hoping because I want to give, I want to see the best game. Best game is Mahomes and Burrow and their plan, and, and, and we see how this thing shakes out. Meanwhile, Zach Taylor was talking about Joe Burrow, Mike, and how cool he is, why the, the, the Bengals are here in this position, and it has a lot to do with the demeanor of his quarterback. He's the greatest, you know, and he does a great job leading this team, managing the situations. The bigger the moment get, uh, the more calmer he gets, and the team feeds off of that. And uh, it's hard to run the ball in four minutes when you know that he could just throw it and get it probably, you know, but it, it's wise to let the clock run. But he did a great job today. Yeah, and he's talking about being up on the road. That might be the situation this week. You know he can throw it around, but 
why not hand the ball off to Mixon or Piran and, and just keep moving the football? And that's the thing. I think you, you look at the Chiefs we talked about. Is it Clark? They're, they're uh, edge rushers. Got a ton of sacks. Right. He just, he's now, I think he's fourth time with Reggie White for all-time postseason sacks. That happened this weekend. So, yeah. It's a good defense, but I think you're right. You can run the ball on those guys, and that was so dynamic. The one-two of Piran and Mixon, do some more of that. And then off the play action and everything else, Joe, th- those formations they ran, some of the bunch formations, Hayden Hurst. We didn't really mention Hayden Hurst. He had a great game. Great to see a guy. I think so many Falcon fans in the, in the small time he was here were pulling for him. He's become a weapon. He's a free agent, by the way. Yeah, I was disappointed they didn't hold on to him. But, you know, again, you're drafting Kyle Pitts, right? right? Yeah, it's, it is what it is. It is. But uh, Hurst doing some good things. The other thing with this one is in the injuries, every, everybody's banged up. By the time you're in the NFC Championship, AFC Championship, they're all banged up. The 49ers, hear this? Now, Christian McCaffrey's still with the calf. We saw him getting the treatment on the sideline. And Elijah Mitchell both sat out uh, Wednesday's practice in San Fran. Yeah, I – listen, I like the Eagles a lot this weekend. Me too. I just think that Brock Purdy, this is going to be the toughest challenge. Now, he, if he maneuvers this – I'll love on him come Monday. There's nothing you can say that if he's 9-0 come next week, Mike, and they're going to the Super Bowl, it speaks for itself. But I think this is going to be the toughest challenge he's seen. And speaking of the 49ers, this is Kyle Shanahan talking about going to Philly. You looked at the beginning of the year, you thought Philly would be the last team right here, and that's the way it's ended up. So um, we're going to have going down there. Hopefully we'll have a good week of practice and looking forward to the challenge. Now, who has a better defense? We're going to find out. Is it the 49ers or is it the Eagles? Do you see a defensive battle or struggle in this game? Is this a 16-13 kind of game, Mike, or do both of these offenses flourish? Because, again, the system has allowed Purdy to be really good, and the Eagles guys are just scoring 30 on everybody pretty much when, when Jalen Hurts is out there and he's healthy. And Brock Purdy was asked about his defense, and he feels like, Mike, they have the better team. And I know that we got one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league, so – um, I just got to do my part. If we don't, if we have to punt, it's okay. Like our defense will, you know, get a stop. We got trust and faith in them. So, well, that's you know, you're getting into the uh, the idea of you know Shanahan, and, and Shanahan is not again. He doesn't want him forcing the ball. He wants to see you know good decision making. But that's easier said than done when you're on the road in Philadelphia. That's right. With a team that had 70 sacks in the regular season, so. I mean, th- this team is just is a beast. The uh, you know the 49ers and Bosa against the defensive and uh, what the NFC Defensive Player of the Year is going to be Football Writers of America. Right. Yeah, but the 49ers 44 sacks to the Philly 75. 70. Now 75. Yeah, it's uh, and Kansas City's got 55. By the way, although you don't have you don't get this far in the playoffs without having a pass rush. But I just I, as I, much as I love the Purdy story and I think he's locked himself in. For next season, I just think that uh, he's going to have a long, long afternoon. Another early game, by the way. Well, and here's the thing, too. You're telling me McCaffrey's not practicing. Now, you can say that's not a big deal. It is Wednesday. If this was Friday, I'd be more concerned. But they're obviously being very careful with Christian McCaffrey. But but if he's – you know, Mahomes, as I said, nobody in this, nobody in these two games is 100%. But McCaffrey, the hard yards, the tough yards between the tackles, what he does out of the backfield. I mean, look, we can say this any game 49ers play. Kittle is the X factor. That's right. Kittle bailed Purdy out of the trouble in the game against the Cowboys. No doubt about it. Let's hear from Nick Sirianni talking about Jalen Hurts as his Eagles get ready to defend home field, Mike. And that's the other thing. They played for home field throughout. They got it. Remember, they needed to win one of those last three games, and Jalen Hurts wasn't available. Here's Nick Sirianni talking about the motivation of Jalen Hurts. Make no mistake about it, our biggest motivation is the love that we have in this room and not want to letting each other down. Coaches, players, players, coaches, players, players, coaches, coaches. You got it? Thank you, Nick. (laughs) I think so. 
I think I got that. Hey, man, as long as the players buy in and they understand what he's talking about, we're good to go. Now, one of the other storylines, and this is rather unfortunate, the Niners have already released a press uh, a statement about Charles Omenhu, uh about the uh, Omenhu who got the, uh, the yeah. assault. And for those who haven't been following, NFL also uh, has their own statement about uh, arrested on suspicion of misdemeanor domestic violence. The NFL has released their statement, Carl, and maybe in the regular season it'll be a little bit different. I don't know. I'm not trying to be cynical, but uh, they're going to let the legal process play out. It's just over the years we've seen the NFL do all sorts of things without yeah. any continuity or consistency. But he will be able to play. The defensive lineman who's got a bunch of sacks uh, and is obviously a huge contributor on the defensive front. He will be good to go for Sunday. All right. Uh, and, again, I know if you're like, what? What are they doing? They'll do their proper investigating, and if something you, comes up, right. they, they will make a proper decision. But you feel me going all the way back to Ray Rice. Now, yeah. now, here's the thing. If some video drops between now and Sunday, all bets are off. It's, you know what I mean? Because as we've learned from the NFL, they don't do anything until they really get, you know, you know, they stub their toe or something comes and blows back on them. Yeah. I, uh, and by the way, he's got five sacks on the season for the 49ers, so he is a big part of their rotation up front. All right, man, more to get to, including Gonzalo Pineda will join us coming up here at 6 o'clock. We're live at Atlanta United Training Grounds in Marietta. We got a chance to watch today. We'll ask Gonzalo about some of the things we got a chance to see today, Mike, the drills they were going through. Right. And uh, they prep, they're prepping for their first match, guys. It's February 25th against San Jose. So we're literally, we're about a month away from the start of the regular season. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coaches, players, players, coaches, players, players, coaches, coaches. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.